now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Hello and welcome to the Create Loud podcast, a podcast for artists, magicians, uh, souvenir handlers, antiques dealers. I could go on. (laughs) This is a podcast for creative professionals and entrepreneurs and people with a hobby that want to get better at it, frankly. Yeah. So how have you been this week? You just finished a crazy week, if I remember correctly. (sighs) Yeah, I, I feel like I can breathe a little more now, which is good. That is so good. Yeah. And I, uh, like, commencement is next week. And so, but that's, like, that's not even stressful. It's just show up in your cap and gown and wait until your name's called alphabetically. Yeah, really. Yeah. Maybe you should stay toward the end then. You want to know what stinks, though? What? Like, my, so my husband's graduation is the same day, same time. So we can't even go to each other's graduations. (laughs) That's messed up. Oh, is it what different schools? I just always kind yeah. of assumed that you went to the same school for some reason. No, I mean, we did in the beginning, but then gotcha. um, my husband moved on to bigger and better things. And I've been feeling kind of crappy this week because everyone I know is graduating that was like that I started with. Oh. <laughs> and I left, you know, I can, yeah. I'm technically, even though I don't think of myself that way, I am indeed a college dropout. And so seeing all these people that I went to school with, I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat with, like, I mean, yeah, I'm graduating with a degree, but, like, it's not music degree, which I started out with, and all, you know, all my friends in the music program that I started with are graduating with their music degrees. Exactly, yeah, that's that's how I am, too. But, like, you know, don't compare yourself to those people. Well, and, you know, this is the interesting thing. I'm I'm definitely going to brag for a second, because I just... You know, I feel like I should after saying that. Um, (laughs) I actually have been in touch with people who have um, bachelor's degrees, master's degrees even. um, And they've kind of talked to me about how am I getting so many clients and projects and things to work on and stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? How how do I know any better than you? I've, you know what I mean? I -hmm. went to two years of school, no degree. And I feel like, Maybe I'm just not like a school per- this is going to be an education rant by the way just FYI. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I know we yeah. We will talk about that on this podcast, but I just got to get true. this out of the way. Um yes. I feel like maybe just because it's I don't know if it's just that I'm not like a school person, but I feel like I, I kind of dodged a bullet anyway. And what I mean by that is I think so I was I went to Snow College um for a couple years. And I, um, I met my wife down there. Long story short, she had some health problems. Um, she was supporting us before, um, and she had some health problems, so she couldn't work, which means that I couldn't go to school because I had to work. And since I had to work, we lived in, and if you know anything about Snow College, it's in the middle of nowhere. So It really is. <laughs> no joke. And it slowly made me realize, oh, shoot, I have to quit school because I have to, if I have to work, then we have to move because there's no jobs down here. And if there's no jobs, then 
yeah, here we go. So I just, all mm-hmm. at once, I just had, we packed up and moved. Um, and so I just, I never got a chance to like do that. But in a way, I feel like I, I wasn't really meant for that kind of pathway just because I think, so the classes I took and all the instruction I got and stuff, they were great. I'm not going to say that they were bad or that they didn't help me or anything. I mean, uh-huh. there were a lot of, I, I do a lot of stuff by ear. I'm, I'm a musician that, um, yeah, we are a lot of like, but keep going. Yeah. Well, at least you play an instrument proficiently. Yeah. I definitely don't. Um, <laughs> but like I, so I, a lot of the stuff I do is like when I went to my music theory classes, I went, Oh, that's what that's called. It wasn't like I was learning things for the first time. I was like, Oh, now there's, a oh, name. Yeah. I have a name for it now, you know? Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is though, I feel like any, I felt like any time I had made strides in my composing career had, it had nothing to do with school, nothing that nothing at all. And in fact, I was getting like, I scored my first film in Ephraim, despite the fact I lived there and the director lived in like Salt Lake. So like <laughs> I was getting, I was doing this stuff despite my school and it was, it huh. was in a way it was kind of holding me back. Cause it was like, I wasn't around any of this stuff. And it kind of made me realize, you know, as a composer specifically, the directors don't know about music. They don't know. They're not going to say, yeah. oh, I want a legato passage here. They're going to say, I want music that sounds unsure. And I know, I'm like, yeah. okay, I know how to do that. Even if I'm not 100% sure exactly what the theories and everything like that, I can figure it out. I can make it sound right. So I. They just want to know if you can do the job and do it well. They don't look at that like education stuff yeah so i mean snow college is an amazing school with amazing programs and stuff yeah it's is it still juilliard juilliard yeah they work with juilliard a lot yeah so they have their their jazz program specifically is like one of the one of the top ones it's like amazing first and it's so random that it's just in the middle of nowhere like that yeah that's why i'm so impressed yeah yeah i considered snow for a minute it's it was amazing and I'm I made some amazing connections and stuff and I'll never forget like how that that part of it helped me but just something about it I think it's school in general it wasn't snow college it was just those being in school and stuff it was like I felt like why am I learning why am I learning this when I could just not that I would just be a master of it by you know looking it up online but like why why couldn't I just go in and figure it out myself and in avoid paying all this tuition the one thing i do miss though is the one-on-one type lessons you're required to take lessons of like an instrument or something Uh uh-huh yeah and i took voice lessons um and that was probably the most helpful thing weirdly enough right because that has nothing to do with composing (laughs) but like that probably helped me the most just being in conversations with people that had really done stuff like that so honestly it's like i like i'm kind of disappointed about it in a way but i'm also kind of grateful that I just kind of got pulled out of it because I would be in a lot of debt right now. I would have a lot of, um, mm-hmm. I would have had way less time to work on music projects and stuff. And so honestly, I'm probably way further ahead now than I would have been if I uh, had stayed at school. Granted that might come back to bite me in the butt someday, but right now, you know, not too bad. Yeah. And I, uh, I think, I mean, you know, maybe since school isn't really, your thing you said to begin with, like maybe you just needed to be in that environment at that time to be able to meet the people you needed to meet, you know, like it's, 
I, you know, I don't think anything is absolutely for nothing. And so, like, it's it's definitely benefit you, even though, like, just not in the way that you think that it. Well, I mean, I met my wife down there, so. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? At least that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough, the two, probably the two most influential people in my life have been uh, the guy that convinced me to go to Snow College for the music. Uh, his name's Michael. Hi, Michael, if you're listening. Hello. Um, <laughs> I met him when I was on a mission for my church. Uh, he was also there as well, and he's this brilliant musician. Um, and he basically was telling me about Snow because he kind of had heard about it and had gone there a little bit. And so mm-hmm. he he basically convinced me to go down there. Had helped he helped me with tons of my homework. We were roommates for a while. He's one of my best friends. Um, and yeah, without him, I wouldn't have met my wife. So I'll I'll uh, I'll drink to that. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> to drink to that. Yeah. Um, I think so. We're gonna talk about this a lot more like uh, you know if you're listening right now and you're like that is literally me right now um keep an eye out for that episode i mean we're gonna have more to add on this but like yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a spicy one we're on both sides i mean you're you're looking at graduating and you're still in school and you're all about the education part and i'm like meh like i don't know if i'll go back you know yeah i feel like i mean i'm i'm kind of in the middle like i i'm justifying like both yeah. Side. So yeah. So we'll just you know just yeah. keep an eye out for that conversation because it's gonna it's gonna be a thrill. Yeah, that's for sure. And today our episode <laughs> is about standards in your work. Um, we're gonna go over a few different things. This this was kind of an interesting. It, this one was kind of an organic topic that just came up one day. Yeah. Um, because we were mentioning uh. Chance Thomas, who we'll we'll bring him up in the in the episode today, um, and so we um, he's a composer that um, has a reputation for yep. uh, what he'll do and what he won't. So we'll talk about him today. We'll talk about um, developing your own standards, and you know what? Here's the episode. At what point would you turn down a gig? For any reason, there's a lot of different well, reasons. Well, I've what? turned down, I've turned down a gig before because it didn't. There were just, I have standards, and hmm. so there was content in a specific web series. I just didn't, I didn't want to have to hmm. lower my standards to film it. And there's nothing, it. there's nothing wrong with it to film yeah, it. Yeah, to you, film you're it. a composer. No, <laughs> no I, I there's nothing wrong with that, and I think a lot of people will even respect that. Like I've. I've uh, I actually haven't had to deal with that too much myself, um, but I do know that there's like a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that that also really respect that. Like as an artist, yeah. most other artists aren't like seriously. You're not just gonna do it. Yeah. Other artists are like, no, I totally get it. I totally understand. In my experience, that's it's been like, mm-hmm. if there's anything like that, they've I mean they've asked me first. Like if there's anything in here you're not comfortable with, just let me know. Stuff like that. Yeah, and I mean, that director was like, he was understanding, and I, I told him, like, you know, I'd, if you ever, what did I say? I Something to the effect of, like, you know. If you ever clean up your act, give me <laughs> yeah, a call. If you meet my standards. <laughs> I'm just kidding, no. Like, you know, like, I hope we can work together on future projects, but this was something that I won't be able to work on. Mm-hmm. And Well, good for you. Yeah, well, thank you. That's and, great. And it felt, it felt good. Like, I, I don't feel like I... I mean, there's always that worry of, like, missing out on an opportunity, so you feel like you'll take mm-hmm. whatever you can get, because it's like, if I don't take this, then 
I, I'll miss my shot. But that's when it comes to like what you personally believe and your standards, um, it it won't happen that way. It's like going getting on a train to a place you don't want to go. Yeah, get on the train. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're not gonna be comfortable Just wait there. For the next train. Yeah, they exactly. come by the hour. <laughs> they do. They really do. <laughs> yeah. So that's like that's like standards wise, like morally, like if there's some if there's like topics that you didn't yeah, want to cover. That's what I thought of when you asked me that. Sure, but, <laughs> but what about? <laughs> let's say someone tells you, okay, I have, uh, I made fan fiction for Haribo gummy bears. And I made a film out of it. It's amazing. It's the best film ever made. Wow. I want you to write the music. What would you... Would you... Like, then maybe that's a terrible example because that actually sounds a little I interesting. I actually would. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if it was just this terrible idea, you read the script and it's just oh. bad. It was, everything is just so bad. And you don't want to be attached to would that. You, would you ever consider huh. just detaching yourself completely because an idea would just look so bad i don't know i mean i i want to uphold my reputation like oh sure. my gosh she's the one that did the music for that but but there are movies like that 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 do need music like what do you think what that's I such have, a specific question yeah well i i do have some thoughts on this i think first of all i think composers specifically mm -hmm. are in an interesting position because it's almost like they're a separate part of the crew like yeah. when you, when a film director is looking for a cast and crew that almost does that doesn't include the composer. It's yeah. like weirdly it's like this other separate wow. thing that has nothing to do with That's so true. Stuff. Like just the other day um I was talking to this person that reached out to do music and I was like trying to um I was asking around to who, where the director was and um she was like, "Well, who are you?" Like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to be doing the music." She's like, "Music?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need that. Exactly. <laughs> oh gosh. But anyway, yeah. No, but I so you, uh, I lost my train of thought. Shoot. Um people don't think of composers oh, as yeah. the crew. And so that's kind of a bad thing when you're dealing with crew and when you're trying to figure out like who to get in touch with and things like that. But it's kind of a great thing when you're faced with like maybe writing music for something that is a little subpar because it's almost like you can say, hey, I just wrote the music. Like it's its own thing. Like my, my music is great. Mm -hmm. So there have been a few times where like I'm so I was at the aquarium the other day. And uh, there were the, you know how they have those little shows, like movies that you can go and see? Yeah. Like the 3D ones. They had like those yeah. 3D glasses. Oh. So um, they pulled us in and there's this, <laughs> there's this little, uh, it was for a work thing. So we were all like 20s, like mid 20s, mid to late 20s. Uh -huh. And they pull us in this theater and it's like, okay, this, uh, it's this movie about a turtle. It's called, it's like a short film. Uh, it's like a part of a turtle's tale. Sammy's Adventures, oh, apparently. That sounds great. So it was very silly. Like, the CGI was kind of weird, and it was just all this stuff. Ew. But the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, this music is amazing. It's so good. I And I was like, everyone was kind of just tuning out, like, whatever. Like, I don't care about this. And I don't yeah. know why we even went and saw it, because it's not mandatory or anything. Whatever. But, <laughs> but I'm just... walked in there. Yeah, I'm legit just sitting there like, this music's so good. And so I Googled the... I Google the music after. I'm like, who wrote this music? And I pull, so I pull out my phone, and it was uh, Ramin Jawadi, who wrote the music for Game of Thrones. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? I was like, no wonder. But I thought no one would ever make fun of him for that. 
No, because it's of... it's its own thing. It's like when you write music for a film, it's a completely separate thing. You can kind of just be, no matter how bad it is, someone could say, well, at least the music was good. But they yeah. won't say, oh, and, you know, the one good part about the, the film was the music. They'll, yeah. It's like, it's like I get to, I get an out, but I can still be part of it if it was a good thing. Yeah. So I can kind of insert myself if it was good and I can take myself out and say, well, at least the music was good if it yeah. was bad. Yeah. So it's hard to say Com- music composing is, is that it's very specific in that way. Mm-hmm. But I think like, um, I do think it's, it's in, in any creative, uh, creative field, it's something to be aware of. Um, because there's always going to be people that want you to do things that are without, with lack of a, for lack of a better term, kind of below your station, something that's a little too novice for your skill set. They want you to do graphic design for a weird thing that you're just don't know what it is, or I don't know. There's a million different things it could be, but I think, I think it's almost always worth it. As long as you're kind of keeping your morals intact, which like you said, You know, I think if you're getting paid well, or at least getting compensated, as we talked about, mm-hmm. um, I think it's almost always worth it. Yeah. Yeah. There's very little I would say no to, honestly. Yeah. I mean, because it's not like, like the specific reasons why I said no, like it doesn't happen a ton. Yeah. And so, well, hopefully not a ton by <laughs> the future, but... Um, there's that like doesn't make sense. The, yeah, like, um, it really super coarse language might kind of turn me off to it a little bit. Yeah. Like, nudity or just, like, certain material in it. Yeah. I wouldn't feel super good about that. Yeah. But I think, I mean, I've, I mean, I've written for stuff that's a little more, not, like, graphic, but more, like, dark. Like, kind of more intense yeah. well, I mean, subject matter. The only two short films I've ever done so far are horror shorts, <laughs> which... I think we've mentioned before, like, knowing me, it's just really funny. because She looks like, <laughs> she's like beaming pure joy right now. She doesn't look like she could ever write scary music. But that's literally what I've done so far. And so, but like, you know, going into that, it's like, okay, it is it is horror, which isn't my genre of choice. <laughs> like, there isn't anything like super, yeah, just, yeah. you know, standards. And no, so, I hear you. And there's there's a composer we both know and love that um, I I did a phone interview with him one time, um, just to ask him industry stuff, and he said I mean he has like a bunch of like right off the bat standards like he doesn't do R-rated movies. Wow. He doesn't do like he he only does like he sticks to family friendly type games and movies and hmm. and I think by now because of how because of where he is in the industry, like people know that, and that's, it's like part of his reputation. Like, man, he's he's a good guy, you mm-hmm. know. And people wouldn't go to him and say, "Hey, will you yeah, score can this? You do this yeah. X-rated thing for me." Like, exactly. They won't know to ask. They they'll know not to ask him. Uh, but I mean, like, if you don't mind scoring X-rated things, and I mean, that's, and it's all up to you. Yeah. You know? Like you don't. Someone's I and to be fair, yeah, like we don't we might not, but someone's gotta do it. Yeah. Someone's gonna exactly. get paid for that, so Exactly. <laughs> someone's gotta do it. Yeah, we So can't if you pay decide for... you wanna be that person, yeah. then more power to you. Yeah, go for it. Dude. Yeah. And I think and um we're we talk about composer stuff a lot, but this can definitely still be applied to like different professions. For like, sure. Like cinematography so, is a big one. Oh, or like yeah. photography. Yeah. 
Like, yeah. you're the one that has to film that stuff. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, like, um, you know, like, choosing, like, being offered a role in this movie. Oh, like, for sure. Oh, I don't want to be an actor. I personally know a lot of, it's especially, I think this is one of the bigger things for actors, specifically. Because they're, like they're on camera doing the things. Like, a director is one thing. If you wrote a scene that's maybe a little graphic, then it's like, you could kind of get, you could kind of cop out and be like, well, it wasn't me doing it. Yeah. But the actor is the one that has to do it. Yeah, they're the one on the screen. Yeah. Which, that doesn't, there's a specific movie I'm thinking of that I don't know if I want to mention it, but, like, the actors hated being in that movie. Mm -hmm. But it's like, just a side tangent. Like, I don't get how... Well, I mean, it's a job. It's, just, it's a job. That's it's true. A job. But I don't know. Like, if if you hate it, I feel like you should be able to say like I Sylvester don't want to do Sylvester it. Stallone when he was um, he was broke, living in a car. He sold his dog to a guy to because he couldn't afford to live anymore. He uh, kind of stooped to doing some stuff that he might not have done as a professional actor. And then he sold his script to Rocky to a huge, giant film company, and he requested that he play the lead role. And that's how he got started. Wow. So, I mean, I'm not saying I would necessarily do that, but if... But it's a way. It's a way. He he made it happen, and he bought back his dog, by the way. (laughs) Happy ending. Oh, gosh. I'm so glad. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. And check us out on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And, um, yeah, we've also got an email, too. We're not on MySpace anymore, but, um, yeah, we moved that stuff to Facebook. Sorry, Tom. Who's Tom? He's You don't know who Tom is? You're, you're, you must be younger than me. <laughs> He's the MySpace uh, guy. Oh, no, I, yeah, I. MySpace wasn't even yeah he kind of reached he kind of reached meme status after after MySpace failed like yeah but he's hmm. he's the MySpace guy yeah make sure you send us an email at createloudpodcast at gmail dot com if you're having any questions or you have some comments about this episode and this is actually kind of a different one mm-hmm. um some because it's gonna be all over the map some people will be like I will work in that kind of situation or I'll work in any situation as long as there's money or, you know, there's, so Mm -hmm. we want to hear, um, your spicy takes on this. And yes, I have used that twice in this episode. Because it's just so good. It's just so spicy. (laughs) I would use that again because that's, now that's a thing. Yeah. Keep that, keep that on the, the top shelf where, you know, you put all your favorite spices. Yeah, with my I put that with my Vine references, office quotes, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, you keep that handy because you're gonna need it anyway. <laughs> need it. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, thanks again for listening. You guys are the best. Yeah, go listen to some of our other episodes while you're at it. Yeah, we totally accept binge listening oh, without yeah. any judgment. So yeah. don't even don't even worry about that. If anything, Just, we'll judge you the opposite way. We'll judge but, you if you don't. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, we'll catch you next time and keep on creating. If you have an adventurous child with a curious mind, they'll love little passports. 
a fun, award-winning monthly subscription service for kids. Every month, a new package is delivered to the door with your child's name on it, filled with hands-on projects and souvenirs, all designed to spark your child's curiosity in the world around them, solve a real-world mystery with DNA, build a 3D model of Big Ben, and explore many more fun and immersive activities. Order today at littlepassports.com slash podcast. Right now at Banana Republic Factory, save big with 50 to 70% off the entire store. Plus, take an extra 50% off clearance. Stock up on dresses and polos starting at $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory.